Hey everybody, my name is Ben Gramico. I'm from InterNACHI. That's the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors. And we're doing a live interactive webinar, an InterNACHI webinar um, at nachi.org slash webinars. And um, so if you're online right now during the live webinar, feel free to ask questions because we have a special guest today, Mike Raish from Social5. Um, probably know Mike, he's been on InterNACHI webinars before talking about marketing. And as a home inspector, I was never very good at it. And nowadays, um, if you're not online talking and sharing content that's valuable to potential clients or your current clients, uh, you're missing the boat. So you need help. And success in business is when you realize you can't do everything on your own. You have to hire people to do things and set up systems and put systems in place so that you can do what's fun in your business and allow others to help you um, be efficient with your time. And so we have Mike Raish from Social5. Thanks, Mike, for being here. I really appreciate taking the time out and sharing what you know as an expert in this field. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much, Ben. I really appreciate it. Let me just, I'll just take over here and start sharing my screen. Uh, let's see here. Just gotta blow this up. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it, Ben. Thanks for the great introduction. And for those of you that don't know me, um, my name is Mike Raish. I'm the Partner Development Manager at Social5. I was on a webinar back in June. Uh, some of you might have been on that. Uh, obviously, we've created a really special package for international members, which I'll, I'll put a little plug in for today, show you how to get that if you want it uh, and exactly where you can find it. Um, I first want to start. I hope everything is getting a little bit closer to back to normal for so many of us. I know we've kind of uh, been in a different time of our lives. And for our business, it, it means a lot of people are looking for uh, different ways to be able to reach people, obviously going to networking groups and stuff. You know, in some areas, it's probably fine right now, but in other areas, it's just not something that we're doing. Um, so today we're gonna talk about Facebook targeting and specifically how businesses can successfully target prospects through Facebook boosting. And what a lot of people don't know um, about Facebook is, you know, if you have a personal Facebook page, Ben, and you post something, especially today, I mean, there's a lot going on with Facebook, is you, you reach everybody. I mean, if, if anybody's on Facebook and you post a picture of your family, everybody sees it, thinks it's great or comments or whatever. Uh, when you have a business page, it doesn't quite work like that. Over the years, Facebook has continued to throttle back, unfortunately, the number of people that see posts from a business page. So you might put something out there and go, geez, why didn't anybody like that? That was pretty darn cool. Um, well, it's because Facebook over the years has become more and more a pay to play uh, platform. Um, so yep, I see you putting there in the chat, Ben, feel free to type in questions as we go along there. And if I don't get to it right away, we'll get to it before we're done. Um, so yeah, and then the other question is, you know, well, you have to have content to actually boost. So uh, when we're done here, we'll show you how to get an offer from Sultra 5 where we're creating some really awesome content with some professional writers involved that understand your industry, uh, things like that. So kind of the agenda for today is we're going to first talk about targeting the right audience. Obviously, you don't want to target the wrong, a wrong audience. That would be a waste of money. Um, crafting the correct message, you know, what types of content is appropriate to boost. And then determine when to boost. You don't want to boost everything. Not every post is really kind of in the criteria for boosting. Um, and then we're going to show you how to actually boost the content. I think you'll find it's actually very simple. Sometimes people are intimidated by it. But once you set it and create your target audience, the nice thing is the next time you boost, 
All you have to do is decide how much money you want to put behind that post to boost it to reach more people. Click boost and you're done. Um, and then we're going to talk about monitoring performance. And I think one of the things you'll notice is anytime you boost a post, you'll be like, wow, that got lots of engagement, which is really what we're after on social media is to get people to um, engage, react. It keeps your brand top of mind in front of your target audience. Um, so the first thing is the odds of hitting your target audience dramatically go up when you aim at it. It's like anything. So you guys know your audience better than anybody. Is it homeowners? Is it real estate investors? Is it uh, somebody who's more likely to be in a family versus single because they might be more likely to own a home or be going to buy a home? Somebody who's newly married uh, would maybe be more likely to buy a home type of thing and would need a home inspection. So these are all things that you can absolutely target on Facebook. It's, it's, it's scary in one way how much Facebook knows about us, Ben, but from a business standpoint, uh, it can be very helpful. So think of it like this. Think of it as the three P's. You can target people. You know, as an example, when it comes to targeting people, um, male or female, could be an age range. I just made some notes here, just kind of some ideas. Um, and it could be different for different posts. One might appeal more, you notice it, you look at it, go, that would probably appeal more to women. Another one might be appeal more to men. So you can choose that audience. And then places, you know, where do you do business? Is it the entire United States? In your case, probably not. Is it certain zip codes? Is it certain cities? Is it a radius around where you do business? These are all things that can be targeted when it comes to places. Um, and when it comes to pastimes, that's a lot of times trying to, you know, that's kind of a fun one to play with. It's really what things might people be interested in? In other words, maybe where does your audience intersect? Um, type of thing. So those would be different pastimes that you could absolutely target. Whoops, I had all these listed right here at the bottom. Um, you know, what do they enjoy doing? What lifestyle traits do prospects have? And also, can your competitors help? A lot of times, if your competitors have a Facebook page, you can target people that follow their page. Wouldn't that be awesome uh, to maybe hijack some business from there? Um, so as an example, when we're talking about people, you've got choices. You could target all. You could target men. You could target women. You could target um, you know, obviously things like an age range, 18 to 65. I don't know if that would be your target age range, probably not. But if you've been doing a business, business for a long time, you probably have a good idea of, you know, age range, things like that. You can see there's a drop down menu, so you can select it. And these are things that can be adjusted as you go on. Because the good news is, I'll show you when, before we're done here, is you can actually see statistics. So if you notice more people are engaging or clicking or liking, a post from a certain age range, you might stop spending money on that other age range and maybe just refine it a little bit. Uh, places, you can target, like I said before, you could target a city. Our, our headquarters is in Salt Lake City, Utah, plus 25 miles. You'll notice that there is a radius that you can select. So if you're, if you're doing the radius option, you can kind of just drag the slider to determine how far out you want to go to do business. Uh, you can select very specific zip codes if you want. Uh, if you have a zip code list of where you do business, great, fantastic. You can enter all of them one by one. You can see right here. And then, or you can just select a few. Um, a lot of people like to just go, you know what? I, my office is here and I think I'd, maybe I'll cap it at traveling 50 miles or something like that. So the nice thing is the radius option. And now you can see that we have actually refined our audience. Uh, one of the things to consider is if your audience says it's like 2 million people, you probably want to refine it because you're never going to reach all of them unless you have a really, really huge budget. 
And then pastimes. Um, there's a lot of different things you can do when it comes to pastimes. There's a little browse button, and I'll show you this uh, before we're done. But you'll notice it's broken down into demographics, interests, behaviors. So as an example, some demographics. You can target people based on income. Um, I know it's kind of a touchy subject, but um, if you're targeting certain incomes, they might be less likely to be a homeowner or a potential homeowner, but you can target people based on income. You could target people based on family relationships. Again, maybe a family is more likely to be buying a home versus somebody who's single or somebody who's married type of thing. And as you can imagine, Ben, there's literally millions of different combinations that you could choose from. It becomes a little bit addictive when you start doing it and start seeing results. And then you make a minor tweak and you go, oh, that was a good one. That worked really well. Um, so if your target audience is male and female, ages zero and up, like I mentioned, uh, if that's true, you're probably going to need a bigger budget. You want to make sure that your audience is a little bit or a lot more refined than that. And again, you know your audience better than probably anybody. Yeah, um, so, so what you're saying is like, it's better to be more focused. I'm, anybody could hit a huge target. Yeah. But you can't, uh, if you want to be better at boosting uh, a message that you're trying to send out, it's better to be more focused. So if you have to think about like, maybe pull up some data from your past clients and figure out were they first time home buyers or what age were they, or mm -hmm. um, maybe even focus on a neighborhood, right? It would be better to do that, you're saying. Exactly. In a neighborhood, you know, if you notice there's a lot of movement going on in a certain neighborhood, that would definitely be, you know, maybe it's a zip code or something like that, that you want to target where there's a lot of growth and, or people are moving in type of thing. That would obviously be a great place to target versus the greater Minneapolis entire area type of thing. Um, so some best practice, when we talk about place, this is a financial company that is based out of Hawaii. So you look at this post and you go, okay, well, we've got the place. So it represents Hawaii where we're at. It's kind of a visual. Um, and then um, you notice it's probably targeting um, like families that want to take control of their finances type of thing. So not only do you target people with when you're pushing buttons within LinkedIn to who you want to target, think about that as how it relates to the actual post. Maybe it's the image, how it's written, that type of stuff. And then here's somebody, this is for our company. Um, you know, we help small businesses and here's a guy, this is a person who's up late at night working, uh, hopefully not doing social media because we can help with that. But those are the type of people we're looking for that don't have, you know, the time, the knowledge or the bandwidth to do social media. And maybe their pastime is, who knows, internet browsing or working from home type of thing. And then here we have uh, a mom and a daughter maybe playing an educational game on a iPad and um, they're doing it at home. So it might be a mom that is, uh, you know, of a certain age. Um, and then you might look at, this is the University of Phoenix. So I might look at somebody who maybe does not have a college degree, but would like to get a college degree. And there's a lot of different ways to kind of get clever to be able to target that type of stuff right on Facebook. So now you think, okay, ready, get set, wait, go, huh? No, actually, I uh, want to show you some best practices when, when it comes to deciding what posts should you boost. And obviously you can boost really any post you want. Um, there's a couple things to consider is number one, if you look at these two posts that we put out, and these were posts that were originally um, not boosted at all. So in other words, we put them on our Facebook page. And then what happened was um, 
if you look at the two posts on the, the one on the left, 98 people reached, okay, not bad, two engagements. In other words, you know, people in engagement, it could be a comment, a like, a share, um, that type of thing. And then if you look at this one on the right, you know, obviously with COVID-19 going on and things like that, we created a free content library that people could draw from so that they could, you know, post things from their business um, to kind of support maybe their clients or past customers or whatever uh, through the COVID-19 crisis. So we created a free content library and it went viral. You know, people reached a lot of engagements. You look um, 39 comments, 510 shares. Well, that's awesome, but imagine how many more people we could reach if we just put a little boost spend behind it. So that's one way to do it. So we selected that post to, to actually boost because based on, there's two types of engagement. There's what we call organic. That's where you didn't boost it and it got some good engagement. That's what happened here. And then there's kind of paid or boosted. And your organic engagement is a good indication to how well a paid or boosted post will actually do and you'll actually reach more people for less money type of thing. So if you look at this post here, um, all you do, you see the post. If you're an admin on your page, you'll notice that the page looks a little bit different than if you're not an admin. In other words, you own the page, it's your business Facebook page. You'll notice that below each and every post is a little boost post button. So if you wanna boost a post, you simply click that and then it brings up a little menu of options where you can create a new audience and that's where you can go in. You can select men, you can select women, you can select all, okay? You can select an age range, things like that. And I'll actually bring you in before we're done. I'll show you exactly where we do that. The question now comes, well, how much should I spend? Is it a dollar? Is it a thousand dollars? Is it a couple bucks? The good news is on Facebook, you can reach a lot of people for a little bit of money. If you think about that in contrast, to you know, a flyer or a postcard or something that you put in the mail. There's nothing wrong with that stuff. This can just augment that because now you have more brand visibility. But when you send out a postcard, a lot of times you're sending it to like different zip codes. And some of those people might not really fit your criteria. When it comes to boosting a post, you can boost it to the exact audience that you want to see that post. So um, you look at these three different posts right here. You know, what do you do? You got three posts. You got a $100 budget that month to boost a post or that week or whatever it is. So what do you do? Well, you put $75 on this one, 25 on this one, zero on that one. That's not what we would do, okay? So for our clients that we do boosting for, typically we boost about four posts per month, three to four posts per month. And if they have a certain budget allocated towards boosting, we'll select three or four and we'll actually put an even amount on all three if we think that they could compete well for good engagement and then what we'll do is we'll look at the one that actually did the best Ben and go okay that's the one I want to allocate the reserve or the extra 25 bucks so if I have a hundred dollar budget I would reserve that and go okay it's there's Jeremiah Stetler on the right he's our one of our owners and chief product officer uh, I believe in this case that was the post that did the best so they allocated uh, the remaining funds to that and reached even more people that's the way to kind of be efficient with your money and not just throw it down the drain. And um, there are some exceptions to that. Uh, if you have breaking news, you really don't have time to do a quick split test. Even if it's like a two day split test, um, you know, breaking news, you know, one more day, we were actually on a, on a reality show with one of the original sharks from Shark Tank and people were voting for the top business and all that stuff. We ended up getting all the way down to the finals 
And uh, so we did a we did an ad to get people to vote. We did win, and you know what? We probably should have won because we knew how to get votes on social media, right? And uh, we 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 killed it. So another one is uh, short notice. We were going to be doing a free webinar about the COVID nineteen crisis and kind of how to navigate it uh, in in this kind of work from home era. So there are some exceptions to that. Um, so let's just look at this here. Best practices for business boosting. Again, if you click that boost button, this is what pops up. Okay, you see the post on the right and we can now select also the duration. And, and then notice this right here. When you select your budget, it actually tells you, Ben, how many people you're gonna reach per day. Isn't that nice to know that you're gonna reach that many people? I mean, it estimates. On the right. low end, 328. On the high end, 948. If I were to adjust that to 50 bucks, I would just reach a lot more people. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And now, once you have your target audience set, you click boost. And now you can watch the performance. One of the things you might have seen on your Facebook page is there is an insights button. Gives you a whole bunch of insights. You can kind of have a general look at everything, kind of all the posts over a 30-day period, how they're performing, what's going on with your page, uh, engagement, page likes, that type of thing. But you can also look at specific posts. So if I click that post button on the left-hand side right there, it'll bring up, I mean, if you scroll long enough, you could see every single post you've ever done on, on your business Facebook page, and it will tell you some statistics, things like post clicks, how many people it reached, that type of stuff. And you can even break it down between what we call paid reach and organic. Paid would be because we boost it. Organic is just because you posted it on your page and somebody actually saw it. So I don't wanna go here yet, Ben. I'm gonna just pull up my, my actual screen here. And so this is my personal Social 5 page. Okay, I only have 484 followers. The Social 5 main page has a lot more followers than this, but this is a post from yesterday. Okay, so 31 people reached five engagement, four people liked it, which is cool. Some people gave me some love, which is awesome. But if I wanted to reach more people with this post, I wanna show you an example. So I click on this boost post button right here. Again, it brings it up, okay? And if I scroll through, I have actually created an audience through targeting. And if you look at this, I didn't create it for my audience. I, and, and again, you guys know your audience better than I did. I did this really quick, but I wanna show you that interface and how easy it is. So right here, I go all, I go men, I go women, okay? I can select an age range. I selected 24 to 60. I selected Minneapolis, Minnesota, okay? You see that right here? I could literally, or I could drop a pin and select a radius. There's a lot of different things I could do here. But if I scroll down under demographics, I chose household income, top 10%, and I also chose top 10 to 25% of zip codes. I select people that like real estate investing. I don't know, you again know your business better than I do, but these might be potential people that need a home inspector on a regular basis. And I targeted people that are interested in single family detached homes. There's a lot of different combinations that you could do there. And it's telling me my audience is defined. Good job. Thank you, Facebook. And my potential audience size is 140,000 people. Okay. So I save that audience. And then I come in here. And you'll notice 
that it says I selected a budget of $50 for four days. And it says I'm going to spend $12.50 per day. It will end after four days. So you don't have to worry about it running and running and running and hitting your credit card every single time. And so it's $50 for four days. Okay. And it says I'm going to reach 1300 to 3,800 people per day within that exact audience that I just showed you. So I saved draft. Somebody's messaging me something. So that is how simple it is to actually boost something. And like I said before, when you post something organically, in other words, you put a post on your Facebook business page and you put it out there. If you have um, 500 people that follow your page, it, it's depressing. About five to 10% of the people that actually follow your page will see that post. It does not work the same as a personal page. That's why people start boosting posts. One other tip I'll give you, and it's kind of outside of this um, training, is one of the things you can do is you can actually share a post. Okay, let's say you're just, you know, you want to make sure your community knows that you are ready and able and excited to help them with their next home inspection so that they don't get into a home that's going to fall apart in a few years type of thing. One of the things you can do is you can click the share in a group message and some of your, okay, let's see here. Some of your areas have bulletin board groups. Bulletin board groups have um, different rules, but in my bulletin board group, they allow you to post something about your business. They say one to two times a month. Don't do it every single day, but if I were to put this out there, it's another way to reach a lot more people. And there are thousands of people that follow the Rogers bulletin board boot and it gets a lot of interaction. So that's just a tip for you guys free of charge. Um, so let me just go back here real quick. And we were past this. Um, if you haven't seen it, Social Five has put together an exclusive officer. If you're wondering, boy, I really need to come up with some really great content to boost. Um, well, we've taken care of that for you. We've got a free option where if you want to just try it out, um, we'll publish content on your page one time a week. This package here is a $200 a month package. If I'm talking to a one-off customer, it's a $200 a month package where we'll create Facebook content for you three times per week. You'll get an exclusive back office to see. You can shuffle content if you want something different um, and you can reschedule it if you want. You'll see exactly when it's gonna be posting and what's gonna be posting. And then you also get a subscription to our university where we do trainings like this all the time. Right now, our series is based on um, some things you can do to kill it on places like LinkedIn. And then for $10 more, you get the three posts per week, you get access to the back office, but we're also gonna provide you two blogs per month, an email blast to a list that you provide, um, sending out like those blogs. I was, a, I was a mortgage broker for a lot of years and I did snail mail, but I'll tell you, even if people didn't read it, it kept me top of mind so they knew where to find me when the time came to refinance or buy a house or whatever. And then we'll also give you a business hub for capturing and cultivating leads. And obviously you get the subscription, but to give you kind of an idea of who's creating the content, um, this is our team that over, oversees our residential, commercial, mortgage lending, home inspectors. If you just kind of glance at their bios, they come from your industry, they know your industry, and they create some really clever, creative stuff that does well on social media. So I'll show you this page one more time. Um, but that is, the, that is the main question that I get about yep. content. Home inspectors just don't know what to do sometimes um, on Facebook 
to help their business? What content did they create? It's really yep. just a lot of uh, guesswork, but I guess you help that, right? You help. We absolutely, we absolutely do. And that's the thing is, you know, not every post is going to kill it. And some of the tips I gave you sometimes sharing into the group or boosting it. Cause a lot of times if you're a, if you're an author and you wrote the greatest book in the world, um, if you don't promote it, nobody's going to read it. So that's why these writers, you know, they travel the country, they do book tours, things like that. Well, on social media, that's boosting posts. It's sharing it into a group, um, that type of stuff so that you just reach a lot more people. Um, I did put a link to this exact page in the chat if anybody wants to grab it, but it's just, you can sign up for free. It's really simple. It shows you, you know, what's included in each package, uh, that business hub that I just talked about. It's really pretty cool. I'm going to make it smaller so you can see what it looks like on a phone, but this can be bookmarked to the home screen of any phone, maybe a referral source where when they open it up, um, they can give somebody your contact information or they can download your contact information. They can call you with one click, email you, visit your main websites. If appropriate, get directions to your office, any you know, like Facebook page. It's all here. We also put blog articles here and blog articles are, are good because you know, you might have the greatest article about real estate or home inspection on the planet that was from realestate.com or something like that. That's great. Nothing wrong with sharing that stuff. But these blog articles are written by our professional team of writers um, as if they come from you. And then we also push these out on social media. So they make you look awesome versus realestate.com um, look awesome. Hmm. And signing up is really just as easy as coming in here. You go through the process, you select your package, you select the type of content mix that you want. And if you have a Facebook page and connect it, everything is literally up and running um, within minutes. So it's pretty cool. We've had, for those that have seen it, um, we've got some really good feedback on it. Um, we have uh, a question from Kathy. Other than using the content you create, Social Five, is it inappropriate to boost content that I share from another person, maybe a real estate article, for example? No, it, it, it's fine to do that. You can boost anything. Um, you just always want to remember where does that because that it's, it's basically taking content that already exists on your Facebook page and boosting it out to a much larger audience. You always want to keep in mind if you're going to boost something, if they like click on it, where does it take them back to? But, mm -hmm. but sometimes what, what people do is I know people that do this. I have um, mortgage customer, people that are mortgage clients of ours and they boost, they boost, open houses that their real estate agents are doing. You could probably do something like that. If you have real estate agents, like relationships and stuff, why would you do that? Because you might put five bucks behind a post to boost Joe Smith's open house at this address on this date and time, because now you're just giving him some value so that they keep sending you lots of home inspection business type of stuff. So that type of thing would be actually very smart to do, but you always want to keep in mind if they click on it, where does it take them back to? Does it, benefit you at all. Um, and sometimes just a goodwill thing to, like I said, to do it for your real estate agents, real estate investors type of thing. Um, I did put my main email here. So if you guys have any questions, you don't have to email support at social5.com. Um, you can actually just email me uh, directly. Um, let's see if there's any other questions here. Uh, so this doesn't prevent me from, if, uh, if I hire Social5, this doesn't prevent me from uh, doing my own posts. Like I can do you know, I can still do my own posts, like uh, selfie videos when I'm on a roof or something like that. 
Oh, totally. In fact, we encourage that because obviously we're not there. Um, you know, obviously you're not a real estate agent, but you know, our real estate agent customers, they take pictures of closings, yep. happy homeowner in front of the house. We encourage it. And typically our posts are Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, if you do post, it's, it's okay to do it on those days, but it's probably better to do it on a Tuesday or Thursday. The reason for that is if you post, you'll hear things out there where people say, you know, you got to post five times a day on Facebook. Well, in reality, if you post at 10 a.m. and then you post at 2 p.m., that post at 10 a.m., it, it's almost like it doesn't exist anymore. It's not going to go up in anybody's newsfeed anymore. It's going to be the most recent post. So to give your post a little bit of a, a life cycle, to live a little bit, um, that's what we recommend. I mean, it's not, you know, you're not breaking the rules if you do it any other way, but we encourage our people because we say you're, you're the boots on the ground. We're not there snapping pictures um, for your company golf outing. That's yeah. all great stuff to be able to do. Good question. And in the analytics, uh, you showed your, your page where you can see a performance of certain posts. I guess the, the, the other question that I hear is um, why? A lot of inspectors don't know why certain posts perform well or not. I mean, they're mm -hmm. excited that some, uh, they got a, a lot of engagements, a lot of views, maybe some clicks or something like that, but they really don't know why. And so they just keep posting. Does Social 5 help me understand why certain posts should be boosted and why they're performing better than others? Yeah, you know, there's, there, there are certain factors that go into it, especially when you're boosting and getting a lot more engagement. Um, one of the things we've noticed, you know, people create clever images. It could be a, you know, a really nice image with a lot of text on the image, whether it's an organic post where we're not boosting it or a paid post, it reaches less people. In fact, if you get into Facebook boosting, sometimes Facebook will send you a message and said your post was not approved to be boosted because there's too much text directly on the image. It has nothing to do with what you wrote above, but the text on the image we've noticed performs less. So that's one thing. Um, another thing we, we've noticed that real life stuff does better. Why, why is that? In other words, it doesn't always have to be the most perfect image in the world. Sometimes stuff that's a little bit rougher does better. Um, do I know why? Not exactly. All I'm sharing is the fact that these are things that we've learned is less text on an image does better. Real life stuff does better. Mm -hmm. And, um, Facebook, for whatever their algorithm is, can sense that type of stuff. Um, and also, posts that originate directly from you on a business page versus shared from somewhere else typically gets more engagement because they see that as your original content versus shared from somewhere else. And you'll probably notice the exact same thing sometimes when you post on your personal page. Uh, and so, uh, should I get political on my Facebook page, on my Facebook business page? BigBenInspections.com, should I be posting things about the politics? What, do you, what is your recommendation about uh, business posting things uh, that is political? Yeah, unless 100% of your audience agrees with you politically, probably <laughs> best to stay away from it. Um, and I will add, especially, especially right now, um, you know, there is a theory behind that, that sometimes people post it because they want to appear to be on one side or the other. So they want to attract those people in so that those people are like, oh, here's a business that supports what I think, so I'm gonna support them. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times what happens with that type of stuff is somebody sees it and then they share it to their personal page because they thought it was cool or clever or, oh, that'll get them type of thing. 
and then it all links back to the business and then you end up with um, some negative publicity. So yeah. long and short of it, probably best stay away from it. <laughs> uh, Anders uh, chatted political. No, 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 no. Yep. It can backfire and ruin you. <laughs> yeah, but I was just saying the theory of some business owners is, hey, I'm going to attract people that think like me. The long-term effect is no, you're going to end up people having people battle on your page, which is the absolute last thing that you want. It's not yeah. a place for, for business posts, no. Yep. Or you post something so generic that it really doesn't matter what you had said anyways. Uh, let's see. Kathy, if I use your content, uh, where will it link back to? Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good question. You know, sometimes it does. We do post external articles and things like that. But if we post like a, if you have the $39 a month package and we post a blog article on your page, um, keep in mind that this is, this is all set up in an automated way. You know, our customers that if, if you look at our, you know, standard rate cards, like our get social package, uh, or even just our Facebook only package, this is, this is my rate cards every day, 250 a month, 450 setup. We go through an onboarding process and things like that. Um, we do have plenty of home inspections that want something more customized and we can certainly do that. But in this case, like a blog article that we post, it would, come back to like this business hub. The good news is it has a link to your main website, has link, you know, obviously your Facebook, they can call you, they can download your contact information, they can send you an email. Um, there's even a contact us button. Type and that what, what you're showing right there, is that something that I would embed on my website? Is that what you're showing me? Well, it, it's a good question. I'm gonna, I'll, show, I'll show you, I'm, I'll, I'll bring you guys into my more traditional longer customer presentation that I use every day, but it works like this is it's just a website, Ben, you could, you could call it like a web app, but it's really just a website that's got some cool digital contact, easy ways to contact you. But with a couple clicks, whether you have an Android or an iPhone, and if you ever have questions how to do this, just send me an email, but with a couple clicks, you can bookmark it to the home screen of your phone. So it looks like it's just like any other button or app on your phone. And it can also be loaded on the phone of any friends, family, potential referral sources, things like that. And when you open it, here's what it looks like on a phone. Either it'd be blog articles down below, but it's got quick links to contact you, download your contact information. And there's a couple different ways that our customers use this. Number one, you could easily just text them. Just click the button, text it over to them. If you have an iPhone, there's a little square at the bottom with an up arrow. And one of the options when you're on any website, including this one, is to text it to somebody. So you could text it to them versus a traditional business card that gets stuck in a purse or a wallet or goes through the laundry. Right. Um, the other option is, hey, this could be a referral source doing this or this could be you doing this. Hey, Joe, let me just have your email address and I'll send you my contact info. Click join. They get a quick greeting email that can be customized in your back office that you'll get access to. But we'll, we, we've already written one that works well. Um, it'll have a link to one of your recent blog articles, but it's also got all of your contact information, um, nice. your blog, Facebook, but what's even more powerful, a lot of people use this in networking situations. Hey, nice to meet you today at the BNI group. What's your email? I'll send you my contact info. Right. Right. Well, part of that $39 a month package is a monthly email blast. So now you're, you're staying top of mind. So when they need you, they know exactly uh, where to find you. That's great. That's great. That sounds, sounds really good. Yep. Oops. Get into contesting. Sorry guys. We're not doing contesting with that. Package, but <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, why, don't, why don't you put up uh, your contact page for yep, everyone to contact absolutely. you for more information. 
Yeah, like and this is if you want to contact me. And then um, I did put a link if you guys want to sign up or if you have any quick questions, um, no problem. I see Rocco also on this call. Rocco's at Social Five. And um, either me or him will get back to you with any questions that you have. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate uh, taking some time out for us. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, uh, having a system in place that does things for you, especially being on social media is so important nowadays for a business. Absolutely. Well, hey, Ben, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, for those of you that attended, uh, just thanks for being here. It looks like, let's see if we have one last question here, Ben. Um, Kevin, you're very welcome, guys. And uh, I guess it's Friday. So have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Social okay. media. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Bye. See you later. Thanks, Mike.